My name is Chris Nizak, and I am playing Jameson Cree, the Prismatic Mage, and I am from Misdirected Mark Productions. I'm Brett B. from uh, Gaming and BS. I am playing big, brawny, very loyal family member Corby, the male fighter. I'm Tom from Knights of the Night. I'm playing Kelsey Fenn, the older sister to Corby. Hi, this is Kevin Lovecraft. Someone once was nice enough to say that I'm the glue between gaming and BS and misdirected Mark. I am playing Ashani Fenn. I'm Emily from She's a Super Geek, and I am your game master for this venture through the world of Avanti. From the Wednesday evening podcast all-stars, Avanti, Glitter, and Blood. The stone anchor sailed into Flotsam's fortitude for repairs. Jameson led Corby and Kelsey to a local restaurant to feast on fish cakes, while Ashani took care of the billin. In the restaurant was a mysterious menashi named Opal, who Jameson attempted to charm, but massively failed. <laughs> then they all decided to go to a tavern, as you do as sailors. But Ashani doubled back in order to make a better impression. Opal gave Ashani a map to find an accomplice of the Storm Queen. But upon returning to the tavern, Ashani discovered Corby leading the entire place in song when the door darkened with the imposing figure of the leader of this floating island, Azuma Fortitude. Instead of sneaking away... Everybody's head swivels to you. As I have the door open, I'm about to leave. And her eyes narrow, and she says, As I live and breathe, Jameson Cree. See you guys are friends! That's good, that's good, that's good. I stop, I turn around, I look at Corby, I'm like, Yes, Corby, me and Azuma uh, are, are friends. We're very, very good friends, right, Azuma? And that little thing that happened last time I was here, when I blew up half of uh, your boat. We're not going to, we're just going to look that over, right? Like, and pretend that that didn't happen. Oh, she's that horrible bitch queen you can't stand. I heard about that. Oh my God, you said that. She was like the worst person ever. And she's like really vindictive and mean. I'm sorry, Jameson. Is this, uh, is this a short drink of water with you? It's my cousin. Uh, Corby, get off the table, please. Sorry, sorry, I said I'm quiet now. Kelsey, uh, you also recognize Azuma, but not from this floating island. Where have you met? She was visiting our our hometown. It was on a diplomatic mission. She was trying to set up some trade, and and kind of establish this island as a more prominent stop on some of our trading vessels, our, our trading uh, routes. Her and I didn't get along all that well because she's gotta stick up her butt she's into rules and regulations and eh, me not so much so you're not on great terms with her either not terribly no is it obvious that the four of you are together i'm pulling corby by the arm off of the table telling him shush 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 shush. so probably yeah hey aren't you that rogue that caused me some trouble back on the mainland Hey, there's no reason to call people names here. Oh, if I wanted to call you a name, honey, you'd be called a name. She likes to use fairly strong language. I, I, I know there was something about 
fire lizard sucking fool at one point in time. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, Jameson, uh, what did I say I'd do to you if I ever found you on my island again? Uh, you would string me up by the the dock gallows. And feed you to the hunting penguins, right. Yeah, th- that too. But they're so cute. I mean, they wouldn't really eat me, right? <laughs> Y'all are red meat, honey. They don't get that often. Kelsey, do I have to fight this person? Because I'm really in no condition to fight this person right now. Good, just a second. (laughs) On her shoes. Okay, I'm feeling a little better now. A little better now. Did you say on her shoes? Yes. Like he turns, but he turns the wrong way. Or he turns around in a circle. Sorry, Sorry about, that. about that. I can I can buff that right out. It'll be fine. No, stop stop touching. No, stop touching her. Right. Stop it. Right. Stop. Stop. Um, Azuma, you should talk to my other cousin, Ashani, who just walked in the door. She will help you with everything. Uh, is this a distraction so that you can leave out the back? No, I will not abandon my family. Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm behind Corby and pushing with all my might. He's not moving at all, by the way. But. <laughs> I'm fully leaned into him, both feet just sliding on the floor, trying to push him towards the door. I see Kelsey pushing Corby towards the door. Jameson's over by the back door, but evidently a step kind of back in. See, yeah, and then I just pointed out you to her. Yep, and I just saw Corby throw up. I take like a few steps quickly forward, shaking my head. I'm like, gone 20 minutes and you're puking already and just slap you on the head and do a heel light wounds to sober you up. Oh, whoa. Oh. Is that a cantrip? No, that's a first level slot. <laughs> Jerk the thumb and like, get out of there. Get, get. All right, sorry, sorry, Shani. I'm, I'm sorry. Kelsey, I'm, I, I made a fool. I gotta, I gotta go. Uh, Corby turns to talk to me and I fall over because he's, you know, I was pushing on his back. Corby totally catches you, so. Come on. Back to the boat. Come on, sister. Back we to the yeah, boat. back. Go, go. All right, come on. Jameson, you're with me. Come on, buddy. Everyone else in the in the tavern has like gotten real quiet and like sat down and like somebody pulled out cards and other people are pretending to like read and you know the the boss is here look busy type of thing or look like you're not making trouble. She is really no fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just backing away. <laughs> I guess I'll have a drink at the ship. I apologize greatly on behalf of these lower members of the Fen clan, and I'm very embarrassed. How can I make this up to you? Before that, I am ducking and weaving through the crowd, throwing a few coins onto the bar and grabbing a bottle and heading out the door. Wait a minute. Jameson Cree is part of the Fen family? Well, there's been some debate. I mean, in our defense, we're not 100% certain He's part of the family. <laughs> okay, he is. He is. Kelsey, tell us what you're doing. Uh, I rolled for stealth. I rolled a natural 20. The alcohol will float down to you magically. I- I'm assuming Sparkles did it with his mage hand and give him a thumbs up. I don't... And he just gives you a thumbs up because... You'll take credit for it, sure. So I look between Jameson and this woman and I'm like, Okay, Jameson, you got to introduce me. I'm at a big disadvantage here. Thanks to whatever past sins and nice job, Corby. I shout back out the door. Said I was sorry. The only one that's not screwed her over, and he, you can tell that. Is Shani. This is Azuma Fortitude. She is in charge of 
flotsam fortitude, which is what we are on currently. At one point in the past, I may have accidentally uh, been involved with Izumi and blew out part of her boat accidentally in a fit of fabulousness. Now, when he says that, he doesn't mean romantically. I just want to clear that up. I look at her and roll my eyes. I'm like, duh. I was doing some magical research for her. It just didn't go right. Do you know how much it costs to buy a new boat? Actually, I have a good idea, and that's a big number. Mm-hmm. I mean, I paid you back for most of it. Yeah, a year later. I had to go and get the money. You could have stayed and worked it off. There's nothing fabulous about physical labor. Says the man who's never worked a day in his life. That's not true. I work all the time. I just, you know, use magic to do so. Against my better judgment, I must admit that a lot of things he does are on the fabulous spectrum. Thank you, Ashani. <laughs> I, again, I apologize for the disruption. Are we good here? Do we have something we need to settle? And if we have something we need to settle, Shani doesn't think she does, but she's looking at Jameson like, we obviously need to tip to cover the cleanup fees for It's amazing how much puke could come out of Corby, but wow. I stop, I stop the situation for some, like, hold on one second, Azuma. Layla, how much money did you make in the last 20 minutes? By my count, every person in this bar bought drinks in the last 20 minutes. A fair amount. So, Azuma, if you take the taxes on that, you have actually just made more money in the last 20 minutes than you would have in the last, like, three weeks. Corby, since you're still kind of struggling from being drunk, somebody told you something. The name Azuma Fortitude sounds familiar. No, intelligence. Oh, and I have a minus one on that roll. I rolled an 18 with... So a 19 natural with a minus one, that's awesome. Uh, I think Captain Stone knows Azuma. I think she's mentioned Azuma. You don't know if that's a thing or not, but you remember it. I'll yeah. mention it to Kelsey. We are headed back to the boat, so we can mention it to the captain. Oh, cool, because she's really smart. She's like the smartest lady I know. Oh, next to you, next All to right. you, next to you. Okay. All right, Ashani, can I get a persuasion? Informal negotiation here of like... Sparkles just pointed out that they did generate some purchases, which she could argue they probably would have spent anyway, but I'm not going to say that out loud to her. Oh, not so spectacular. Only a 12. Uh, I think y'all should skedaddle back to your boat. Consider us skedaddled. Push back, put down a couple coins, head out. Jameson, you coming? Uh, I'm right behind you, uh, Shani. She just stands in the doorway, leans on the doorway, and watches you walk away, making sure that you're going in the right direction. Wow, you are going to have to fill me in on the backstory on this, Jameson, because holy cow, and next time we get into a town, you need to give us a heads up on what we got to watch out for. I wasn't sure that Azuma would be here. She's not always here. She only spends out half the time on uh, Flotsam's Fortitude. And I was really hungry. I wanted fish cakes. I didn't even get fish cakes, because Corby ate them all. Hmm. Anyways, Azuma's not bad people, and really, the, the whole story is... She was looking for some persistent lighting for the flotsam. And I was trying to create that for her, and it went a little wrong, and I blew up her boat. That's really the story. Fabulous gone wrong. Got it. Correct. Because you should have seen the explosion. It was prismatic as hell. <sighs> well, we lived through it. That's, and uh, you know what? Corby, probably it's better that we got booted out of there anyway. 
You know why she was really angry, I think, Ashani? It's because she couldn't get the glitter out of her clothes for six months. I turn, stop, and look at you. I'm like, that stuff is so, so annoying. You see me, like, running my hands through my hair, and there's sparkles and crap on it. I, I picture sparkles, like, falling off of Jameson as he walks. That's true. That happens. By the way, when uh, Ashani does it, like, oh, I'm sorry. And then I touch Ashani and use uh, my cantrip to clean all the sparkles and glitter off of her. Thank you. All you have to do is ask. I understand. Not The, the glitter isn't for everybody. Do y'all reassemble at the uh, boat? I have I have told the captain that um, that lady is back there. And she's really mad, and I really feel bad that Jameson made her that mad. I do my best not to mention the fact that I threw up on her. All I have to say is that is that Azuma, whomever lady, she clearly was not in my Marine Regiment because she'd have been puked on a lot if she'd have been there, and she wouldn't be so uptight about it. And then I interpret so she understands what he's talking about. <laughs> All right. Can I, uh, can I get a little snippet of this conversation with Corby talking and Kelsey <laughs> translating? Yeah, so, so you see, Cap, uh, there's this woman over there. She's really mad at Jameson. What was her name? Azuma, was it? I can't remember. The, uh, Azuma Fortitude. Azuma, Azuma Fortitude. She's like super mad at Jameson because he like did something really bad and blew up her ship and then it didn't. It just didn't go really well. And then we were drinking a lot and I kind of didn't realize she owned the place. And we made up a bit of a mess, but I bought a lot of beer and it was okay because my sister said I could have the beer. And then we just kind of got everything, got a little out of hand, but then uh, we're, we're gone now, but she's really mad. So you might want to watch out. So we were in a tavern and we met this woman, uh, Azuma Fortitude, which I think you might know. Uh, she will just nod slightly. That is way more concise than I had. That's really good. I don't know how you do that. You said like 20 words in two words. How do you do that? Have another drink. <sighs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa. Just water. Water, wink. No, <laughs> no wink. If I, see, if I see Kelsey with a bottle of whiskey or whatever it was, I'm just like, no. We've been through this once already today. I know, and you purged it all from his system. You don't know how crabby he's going to be. Not my problem, because not my cabin mate. Either way, he snores. It doesn't matter. Okay, look, guys. How about moving on to... And I pull out this little box, like, I went and talked to Opal. And I slide the little lid open and pull out this map and unfold it. This... It's where the Storm Queen supposedly is. Or someone who can get us to her. There's someone I'm supposed to meet. I kind of suggested that I wanted to join the cause, and she pointed me in the right way. So that's where the Ocean Keeper lives? All hell, wait, God, no, man, we, we it just gets to, to be a anymore. reflex. Yes. <laughs> All hell, the Ocean Keeper. Yes, of course oh, it is. Stop it! <sighs> okay, uh, yes. I don't know, like an emissary of the Storm Queen is there. Evidently, I show up with the map, prove that I was sent there, and then it's on to the next step. I'm going to reach into the box, and I'm going to pull out a little piece of paper. You can also show this receipt that you paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's proof of purchase right there. Don't lose that. I need that for my expenses. I show the map to, uh, is Captain uh, Stone on uh, deck? Mm -hmm. So, Fred, hey. I hand the map over. Can you uh, get us over to this area? 
It's our lead to uh, finding a person that can get us into the Storm Queen. Yeah, this uh, this shouldn't be a problem, but uh, this is the middle of nowhere. Where did you get a map to the middle of nowhere? All hail the Ocean Keeper! She tilts her head to the side and goes, Who is the Ocean Keeper? I don't know, but there's a bunch of Minashi that are really big into the Ocean Keeper. Last time I was here, they're... They, they weren't worshipping the Ocean Keeper. That's... Oh, really? Who did the Minashi normally worship? I don't know. I tried not to talk to them. They're a bit, um, religious. <laughs> I look at her and I'm like, <clears throat> What? You got a problem okay, with religion? Shanti, no, wait, no. It's, she, she didn't mean that. She was just saying. I don't know. That sure sounds like what Fred was Captain saying. Captain doesn't like religious thumpers. That's all. Well, hey, Fred, can you speak for yourself? Or are you just going to let these people do it? Uh, so she will She will kind of roll up her sleeve and show you a tattoo that is the mark of the Temple of the Luminescent Lady. So you know that when she says religious, she doesn't actually mean like people who have a religion. She means more religious zealot people. Ah, yeah, holy rollers, I understand having a issue with them. And then she'll kind of bring it down and rebutton it. Well, yes, the the Ella said that the repairs um, should just take overnight. Ah, fantastic news. Now, I think going for this is worth a try. Is it, How far is it out of our way of where we thought we were going to uh, track anyways? It, it's, it's a bit north, but if it's going to make it easier to get to the Storm Queen, we should probably do it. And seeing as she's got... Whatever the heck that magical storm was that we went through, totally possible she's got some place or who knows, maybe it's something like this oasis that they have set up out there. Yes, there is a lot of magic involved. Well, I guess what we'll, we'll see what we see tomorrow. What would you like to, would anybody like to do anything overnight? No, I got, I got the two bottles so that Corby wouldn't be tempted to go back into town. So we're going to set up a table somewhere in an area where we can play some cards and let him drink and then pass out. And we'll not have to worry about him going into town. You know, I wouldn't mind just walking back to the public area to see if that one tent that was closed is now open to see what they sell. Um, Ashanti, if you could bring us back dinner, I don't think it's a good idea for Corby to go back into town right now. It's definitely not a good idea for me to go back into town. I'm super right. hungry, too, just so you know. Yeah, I'm sure you are, Corby. Yes, I'd be delighted to bring back food for all of you. Captain, do you want me to bring anything back for you? And she says no, and that she is going to go try to smooth things over with Azuma. Some of us need to make a living. Hey, hey. I understand completely. If there's any way that I can help smooth things out, I am more than happy to do that. Some I didn't of us do anything wrong. Never intend to deal with her again. I never know where I might be the next time. And so if I can make entry into ports smoother and my stay more pleasant, I'm all for it. That tent will be open, or at least uh, half of it is. It has a, a sign that says Moon Mirror Merchants, and the elf that you saw earlier is sitting there. So I'm just going to kind of look over the goods and see if anything really jumps out at me at all. I might take a look to see if they have any of the what I would consider be like base components that I've seen Jameson go through before, so... There's a surprising amount of glitter 
on what looks like a small stone carved cat. You mean it's like a glittery stone carved cat? It looks like, at first you're kind of like, wow, that looks like uh, glitter Jameson uses. And you kind of brush it off a little bit and it and it kind of goes off and then swings back towards the cat almost as if it is magnetized. Ooh, how much is that? Oh, yes, that is the statue of living cat. Interesting. And I can't sell that for any less than 150 gold. Oh, okay. Uh... Gonna have to pass on that. That's really neat, though. Haggle! She's a merchant. Or get Jameson to do it. Or if you have something to barter. This cat is like a lint roller for glitter. This is a good thing to have. Do you, do you want to smash cut to being back at the... Like, do you want to tell her, like, wait one second, then smash cut to being back in the boat? Yeah, okay. So I'm going to come back with, with all of this food, and I'm going to describe this cat to uh, Jameson. I'm like passing all the food out for everyone for supper. It's like shrimp poppers and whatever else. Did you say it's a cat with glitter on it? Is it fabulous? It, I saw it and I'm not going to lie, Jameson. I thought of you. It's fabulous. So fabulous. Here, I can't get off the boat anymore. Why? I slip out. Why can't you get off the boat? Uh, why, do, why do you think I can't get off the boat? Come on. Azuma is probably having the place watch now and... Look at me. No, me no, no, no. Off it's, it's, across, it's across the public area. You don't even have to... I'll, I'll go with you. No, here, just take this. And I hand you three diamonds. Holy... That should be enough. Okay. Each of the diamonds is worth about 50 gold pieces. I go back and I'm like, I just couldn't stop thinking about that cat. It's so cool. And I pull out some silver and then a diamond and put it up there on the counter. And like, how about we call that good? Roughly in gold pieces, how much would you say that's worth? It's like 50 gold piece diamond, and then there's like uh, it's 20 silver pieces worth. Uh, I went through a lot of difficulty to uh, to get that, and uh, I just, I can't, I can't let it go. I paid a lot more than that for it. <sighs> All right, pull the money off the counter, put it back in my pocket, walk away. Get out of sight, stand there for 15 minutes, come back, put two diamonds up there and the silver. All right. Cleaned out all of my savings. Best I can do. These two diamonds and the silver. Persuasion, please. 13. She'll just look at you. I slide the coins off, put them back in my pocket, pull out the other diamond, slap it down. All right. How's that? Would you like that gift wrapped? <laughs> yes, because I don't want that glitter on me. At some point, y'all should do a magic check on that thing, but anyway. Nah, it's a, gl- it's a lint roller for glitter. It's fine. What else could it possibly do? <laughs> right, it'll never come up what, again. What could that possibly do? I don't and have I identify as a magic. spell. You don't have it? I didn't take it because I figured it, that would be... <laughs> Than you have. Oh, awesome. that is so sweet you, to know. Kevin, you're clear. What, Just write why, it down, dude. Why would me, being the fabulous mage that I am, have detect magic or identify? Well, I can give it the, the once over with the arcana. Yeah, that'd be great. So I take the cat. So me and, is it me and Kelsey? We're, we're looking, not me and Kelsey, I'm sorry. Me and Ashani are looking this cat over. 
Yeah, but you notice I won't touch it. It sounded like you said lick. It sounded like you said licking instead I of heard, looking. I like heard. You're, you're, why would you lick the cat? That just glitter everywhere. You're all in the same room where you were playing cards, so yes. The cat's on the table then, and the cat has glitter all over it, right? Ashanti, really, there wasn't enough glitter on this boat already? <laughs> what the hell? So the cat's covered in glitter. Does the glitter like shake off the cat or does it stick to it? Oh, no, it clings. Oh, it clings. Cool. You notice the loose glitter that's around starts moving towards it. Neat. I put my hands like around the cat and they start glowing ever so slightly as I start examining the cat with the magical auras of the cat. And then I'll roll my Akrana check. I got a 16. You can tell that there's at least one enchantment on this cat statue that is a essentially a glitter magnet. It works only on loose glitter, not on glitter that, say, is sealed inside a pouch inside a cape. And you can just say one magic word and the glitter will fall off into a pile. So if you wanted to put, I don't know, a pocket underneath it or something, you could basically reuse your glitter. But there's something else you can't quite get. Do I know the word? Corby, what's the magic word? What's the magic word for glitter, huh? And why would you know it? Hmm, <laughs> let's see. I'm going to assume, well, let's see, I'll look at the cat, pick it up, the glitter falls off it. I'm like, ooh, shiny, and poof, glitter pops off. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just completely a mistake. Yep, I'm like, ooh, shiny, poof, <laughs> shiny, oh, thank God. Fantastic. I take the cat from him and then I say shiny again and then it all readheres, right? Yes. Fantastic. That's going to be fun to figure out the parameters of that. Like if it's in your pocket and you say shiny about something else, if something happens. Poof. Does it do that too? Does it explode or does it just drop off? No, it just drops off. Okay. What's the uh, what's the range of the, uh, um, the magnetizing of the glitter? What? <laughs> He's trying to figure out a way to get a glitter cat. He's going to be up all night, pushing it a couple inches further away. Shiny. Oh, okay. A couple more inches. Shiny. Yeah, I, I do that. I do that. Like, I test it out. Like, I want to see what the deal is. Like, is it like a magnet where if I just, if, if I'm like three inches within it, it like, it adheres it? Or, or is it like, pull it from like a foot away? Just get it off the Gorham card table, man. I'm trying to play cards here. Just get it off the card <laughs> table. Do what you got to do. Just get it off the Gorham table. I look at Corey and I'm like, you, just be quiet. My, my week just got made right here. Wait five minutes, and I'll have your your Gerstern card table cleaned up. <sighs> um, Corby, right. hand me the bottle. There, there you go. All of the loose glitter within your small room starts moving towards it. It doesn't move so fast that it could hurt anybody. It's just kind of like a slow slide. Death by glitter. I know, right? That would be terrible. Yeah, so it's not like flying through the air. It's more like uh, an air hockey table. That is neat. And then there's something else about it that we don't know yet. I love it. Yep. I'm going to keep this magical cat, okay? I, I look at everybody else. You bought it. Seriously. Uh, who else would... Okay, yeah, yeah, it's yours. Thanks. It's about, you know, you could fit it in your palm. It's not a huge thing. But of course, I assume Jameson's sort of testing this throughout the night. Jameson's in the corner with his damn cat for the rest of the night. There's no doubt about it. He builds up like a huge thing, a giant glitter ball. Shiny. Poof. Shiny. Poof. Come on. It's glitter. Oh. It's fabulous. And it's magical. Like, if you're going to say three things that Jameson loves, there you go. How do you feel about cats? Uh, I, I love this cat. <laughs> I play cards the rest of the night with Corby. We drink. Uh, he drinks too much. He loses most of his money. After he passes out, I put the money back in his pouch so I can take it the next time. 
You are the cutest siblings. My brother would just take the money. <laughs> well, yeah, but then he wouldn't have any money for me to take next time. So what card game are you playing, Kelsey? So clearly we play Tonk. Late into the night. All right. As the scene fades to black, we see Corby passed out. Kelsey putting money back into the purse. Ashani is maybe in a uh, hammock trying to sleep. Yeah. And every time you hear Tonk in the distance, she <laughs> rolls over. Yeah. And Jameson is in the corner with a giant ball of glitter. Shiny. Poof. You, you're realizing that's going to take a long time to, to put away. Luckily, most of it's conjured. You get started in the silver light of dawn. Captain Stone seems in a better mood than yesterday. Uh, she has, has plotted the course. It's going to take half a day or maybe a little bit longer to get to the, as she still calls it, the middle of nowhere. And so the ship slowly sails away from the docks of the Flotsam Fortitude, and decks of the dock start rotating back in towards the houseboats. Avanti, Glitter and Blood is played using Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition from Wizards of the Coast. Our theme music is Ghost Dance by Kevin McLeod. Hear more at incompetech.com. Be sure to check out our other awesome podcasts. She's a Super Geek, Knights of the Night, Misdirected Mark, and Gaming and BS. Mark is used to soothe sore muscles. It is very popular with massage therapists. (laughs) I love it. Okay, well, I'll take some of that anyway. If you're interested, I am also a trained (laughs) massage therapist. I'm a little scared now. What school do you follow? Acupressure? (laughs) The Ocean Keeper. All hail the Ocean Keeper. All hail the Ocean Keeper. (laughs) All hail the Ocean Keeper. It's all about the waves and the natural motion. Ah, actually, that makes a lot of sense. But I'm actually feeling quite good. I appreciate the offer, though, so... What was the name of that religion that she was part of? The Temple of the Luminescent Lady. The the Luminescent Lady is actually, supposedly, the spouse of Mayim. Uh, the Luminescent Lady is the god of nature, patron of travelers. Oh, awesome. So, your god and her god get along. Do they have any uh, offspring? Just curious. Um, There are some, some sort of demigod-type folks who... who claim to be descended, but uh, you don't know for sure, because how, how, how do you prove someone's lineage from a god? Other than a god showing up and being like, this one. <laughs> I cut them. Do they not bleed? Uh, things on here, but I mean, if the, if the knowledge ever comes up in the game, I'll just be like, that's player knowledge. Not, your character would have no way of knowing that. But yeah. I can't see how the Ringus or the Order of the Everlasting Empire would ever come into this. You said ringist? Yeah. Sorry, I'm having a, I'm having it, <laughs> flashbacks from campaign. Yes, now. It, it is one of my homages to campaign. Okay. Um, All right. The, I, I, I might have to join the ringist at some point. Uh, here's the thing about the ringist. So, the world uh, picture picture it in concentric circles. Yep. So there's the the sort of outer realm or outer sea. Um. 
Wait, where is it? Realms, there it is. I can just read this off. The Farsi, the realm of gods and immortals. The normal rules of magic don't apply. Uh, it's supposedly where mortals go and out- enter the afterlife. And then there's a ring of magic that surrounds uh, what is known as the mortal circle. And that's where y'all live. Uh, so that ring uh, establishes the rules for magic. Um, and then there's a, there's a second ring uh, and, uh, that's even smaller that um, creates even stricter rules for magic uh, to the point of almost no magic. And uh, that, if you cross that, the ring of hope, that re- leads into the realm of monsters where the gods have incri- imprisoned creatures that they deem too dangerous to roam freely. Yeah. So I like this big time. Um, the ringists are dedicated to getting rid of the ring of magic. Uh, so because they they their thinking is if they can get rid of that ring, that they can become gods. That the the gods are just basically selfish formal formal mortals. 